As the last hours of 2022 dwindle down, we do a year in review of University of Virginia's sports programs. You are Locked On Virginia, your daily podcast on the Virginia Cavaliers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Uh, yes, everybody, it is 12-31-2022. It is really the last hours of the year. I just finished watching TCU upset Michigan uh, in the college football playoff. That only is going to make it so that there is definitely a 12-team uh, uh, playoff uh, coming. But we're here to talk about Virginia. I have six subjects that I'm going to talk about right now, but let me give you our title sponsor. Actually, <laughs> I'm so excited. I didn't even give you my intro. <laughs> Good day, viewers and listeners. I am Big Law, <sighs> and welcome to the Lockdown Virginia Cavaliers podcast, your first place to come to get your Wahoo fix every day as part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. Our title sponsor today is Bet Online. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. So, yeah, everyone, like I said before, uh, this is the year in uh, review for sports. I uh, will be doing a football uh, year in review tomorrow with my guy Casey Pazalia from uh Virginia Game Day podcast. Uh, we did one on basketball yesterday, so you guys can check that out. But I'm here to talk about the year that was 2022. Just kind of give you guys a brief overview of what happened in 2022 and what to look forward to. First thing I want to talk about, of course, uh, 2022, what a different uh, year it was. It was more of a coming out of for fans, for uh, for coaches, for players, this was the year where there was some sort of normalcy starting to to, to fit back in to what we were used to uh, having when it comes to your sports environment. We had players, you know, coaches, staffs, everything pretty much back to normal. Of course, the pandemic was still uh, there. Uh, alive and kicking in the beginning of 22 but society made its choice and said we're not going to be held hostage anymore we're going to start going to games at full force we're going to start doing the events we're going to start traveling more we're all going to start working also it was the evolution of uh you know we've had this evolution of people working from home is also the evolution of people coming back out re-evolution of people coming back out of their homes which was a great thing as well but same thing happened in sports everybody wanted to get back out to what they were used to seeing when it comes to uh having sporting events and having fun taking your family you know uh to sporting events and that's pretty much what happened in 2022 and uh going into 2023 i only see it getting bigger and more and more uh more and more fun you know when we're talking about uh all of the sports uh getting back to normal so let's talk about, you know, 
one of the earlier things that happened. Uh, we'll talk about the basketball team first. Of course, the basketball team uh, only won 19 games before tournament play, uh, big tournament play, and it was a little bit of a letdown based off of what we expect from a Tony Bennett team. 19 wins, yes, it is a down year for this University of Bas uh, Virginia basketball team. Uh, I will mark this, though. They did have a, a highlight to the year of knocking uh, Coach K out uh, against him for the last time, uh, beating him in the Cameron Indoor Stadium and uh, getting that win on the last shot uh, made by uh, the man Reese Beekman and sending him out with a loss against Virginia. His last time he plays the University of Virginia, he played the University of Virginia, it was a loss. So that was one of the highlights of the year. And then, of course, they did not qualify for the uh, March Madness Tournament, the NCAA Tournament. So they wound up going to the NIT. Think about the NIT. I mean, I'm not going to, you know, thumb my nose at the NIT. But it is nothing like playing in the March Madness Tournament. But I don't see Coach uh, Bennett or, or the uh, administration for the University of Virginia turning down any invitations for postseason tournaments as well. But they did uh, get to the tournament quarterfinals or sem semifinals, excuse me, and wound up losing to uh, – I'm losing my mind here – wound up losing to uh, St. Bonaventure. Uh, you know, in the uh, semifinals, they did um, beat Mississippi State, beat North Texas, got to St. Bonaventure, and lost. And, you know, based off of how that team was, you know, there was uh, a, a, a shortage in shooting, outside shooting. Kihei Clark was your best outside shooter, uh, you know, during the entire year. And, you know, and, and I get some of that. You know, I get that, you know, the team – you know, was still trying to, the team was still trying to find itself and really never did, but they were tough. You know, I got to give them credit for playing tough. Uh, the defense was not a Tony Bennett defense that we're used to seeing, but good things were to come during, in, during the later part of the year. And what I mean by that is we had four, four stars um, uh, arrive on campus during the summertime, uh, get there, and we wound up um, redshirting two of those guys, but two of those guys are playing right now and are absolutely studs, um, you know, on the court. And the two guys that were redshirted, got to watch out for them next year because they are absolutely talented guys as well. But this is a stacked team for the University of Virginia, uh, Virginia's basketball team. And uh, right now, quite frankly, they're on their way. They just started conference play. The team is ten and two currently and getting ready for a nice, uh, difficult stretch uh, going into the new year. So looking forward to this new team of 2022-2023, the basketball team. And I think they're going to be a, uh, a contender to get to the Elite Eight. That, that's what, that was my prediction uh, for this team. And uh, it's a markedly better team than last year. So those are some great prospects for the University of Virginia. And we'll see how this keeps running. Uh, next thing I like to talk about is the the women's uh, swimming and diving national champions. Uh, how about that? That's nothing new for the University of Virginia to have 
the the ladies of the dive team and the swim team uh, always at the top when it comes to the national scene. And it's just another example of University of Virginia's excellence in sports. And they just continue to add championships to championships and championships. And I'm looking forward to seeing what they do uh, this coming up spring in 2023 to see if they can defend their title. Great job, ladies, swimmers, and divers of the University of Virginia. Thank you for making Locked On Virginia your first listen every day. Make sure you check out Locked On Sports today for the biggest stories around the sports world in 20 minutes or less, plus instant reactions, game recaps, and Locked On's take of the day. Locked On Sports today, available on YouTube, wherever you find your podcasts. So yeah, everybody, um, you know, as we continue to talk about what has happened uh, during this year that was uh, University of Virginia. How about, you know, we talk about, how about we continue to talk about the, we talk about what we absolutely were waiting to, uh, were waiting for, which was also during the spring men's lacrosse. Uh, the men's lacrosse team, which is an absolute, uh, 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 game that I absolutely love it, it you know remember football ends um uh in December you know typically for ended in December my thing is I need physicality and the physicality in sports that I get out of lacrosse fulfills my you know my lust for physicality you know and and and, and physical plays, you know, that I need from football. And lacrosse gives me that. So if you guys ever wanted to, you need that that, that physicality in sports, make sure you check out Virginia's lacrosse team. Virginia's lacrosse team got to the semifinals as well, or like the final four, losing to Maryland, the eventual um, national champions after winning uh, two national champions back-to-back themselves. and I think that this team is even stronger than last year's team, which could have won it, but they ran into Maryland, who was a buzzsaw as well. Sometimes you just don't, aren't going to win those games, and Maryland was up to the task, and they won. But you're talking about two of the best teams in the nation right up the street from each other, College Park and Charlottesville. Uh, so look out for the University of Virginia again. Uh, to to be one of the top lacrosse programs. And quite frankly, some people already have them as uh, the predicted national champion for this year. And I don't see why they aren't. And we'll see what this team goes. I will be covering some lacrosse as well. I'm looking forward to that. So let's make sure I keep a check and give everybody the lowdown on what happens with the lacrosse team. Coach Lars Tiffany always has does not heck of a job recruiting. I want to say, what does he have? Like 10 five-stars or eight five-star players. He's like the Alabama of lacrosse when it comes to recruiting, where his recruiting classes are just absolutely ridiculous. And his transfers in, 
are absolutely ridiculous. He had a transfer uh, player come in from Stanford, I believe, who was a captain of the football team. But uh, when he was graduating out of high school, he's a senior now, but when he was graduating out of high school, he was a number one lacrosse player. Decided to play football, but now he wants to transfer into Virginia, you know, and play, uh, I believe, midfield or defense to be one of the uh, resume his uh, lacrosse career, which he will do, uh, you know, at a high level with a high level team. So, shout out to Coach Lars Tiffany, and we're looking forward to a great year in 2023 and another championship run. Also, another team um, that we absolutely love and cherish here. Uh, at Locked On Virginia is the baseball team at the University of Virginia. But one thing about Virginia, guys, is you notice and you know if, if you've been around, you know you know, is Virginia's sports programs are top-notch all over the grounds. Everywhere you go, you can find some sort of high success, some sort of national championships. Um, men's and women's sports are just the top uh, you know, when it comes to just about anything that they do, except the one sport that we need to uh, get turned around. And we'll talk about that in a little bit as well. But don't be deterred. We will get there. But the men's basketball team, the men's uh, lacrosse team, the men's baseball team, the ladies swim team, uh, dive team, I mean, th th these teams are just amazing. So wherever you go on the grounds of the University of Virginia, just be prepared for some high-quality college athletics. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports, betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every personal and amateur league out there. From pro football to college bowl season to basketball and World Cup, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. If you love sports podcasts, you can even find them at Bet Online as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet Online, where the game starts. So, yeah, everyone, as I continue on with this year in review, I left off with the baseball program. And yes, the baseball program is another one of those teams that has the, the pedigree. You know, to be a Omaha-bound uh, team, they have the talent to be uh, uh, one of the teams left. You know, during this um, uh, during the championship season. The difference is, though, they got to get through the gauntlet of the ACC conference. Six or seven of the teams, maybe even eight of the teams, are always ranked. So. It is truly a murderer's row of talented baseball programs, and university and the University of Virginia is no, uh, you know, is no, uh, you know, is no. What I want to say here, there's no mystery why this team has to compete and has competed at that level as well. So, uh, but yes, uh, so coach. Uh, the baseball program, the manager of the baseball program, he's doing a hell of a job recruiting as well. You also remember you got Jay Wolfolk over there, backup quarterback, potentially starting quarterback uh, for the University of Virginia. Probably going to be a closer. And you got Jelloff, Kyle Jelloff over there, who also is the uh, 
top, one of the top hitters, uh, sluggers in the nation as well, him and his brother, both of them coming back. So we'll just keep a check on the baseball team. Looking forward to covering them as well. My man Case is going to help with that. So make sure you guys keep a check on us during this spring season. Next sport we're going to talk about here is Coach Mox's the beginning of a new era. Of course, Coach Mox is hired in the spring of last year. And, you know, you kind of wondered, you know, of course, the previous coach, you know, gave it a best shot, just couldn't do it. The team was one of the worst in the league, won five games total last year. But who's to say that Coach Mox, or who knew that Coach Mox was going to come in and burn it up the way that this team has? Um, one thing you knew something was up was the way that transfers were coming in. You had Sam Brunel, one of the top players in the nation a few years ago, uh, from right down the street here in Charlottesville, wound up committing to the University of Virginia from Notre Dame, which was a really, really good thing to, 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 to bring more players. Then you had some other players come in. Mir McLean was here already but did not play much. Uh, same thing for Cameron Taylor, uh, but, you know, was ready to contribute this year fully. Uh, then you talk about Taylor Valaday. Uh, you know, you had some other players. You had some high school players, like a Katie Pauly come in and is contributing this year. She just had some players come in. And then, of course, her recruiting class that uh, she just uh, uh, captured is is – coming in and is a top 15 program, uh, 15 recruiting class as well she, that, that she has coming in. And it does not surprise me at this point that the team being 12 and one, uh, doing their thing and pretty much surprising everyone. You know, I think they're off until next week, uh, end of next week, and we'll see. Of course, they got a tough stretch coming up as well. Um, only lost this year is to Duke, but they got a lot of tough games coming up, and we'll see how this team uh, goes as well. But shout out to Coach Mox, who has done, quite frankly, the job of being the ACC Coach of the Year, you know, this to this portion of the year. And I don't think there's any slowdown. I know that there's going to be some tougher games. I think that we're going to, you know, there's going to be some games that are going to lose. They're going to be tight. But I think that this is a tournament team and a, a, a tournament team going into the uh, March Madness tournament. And I think that Coach Mox, uh, her recruiting uh, from the transfer portal and her recruiting of high school players, watch out because she even said to herself, she remembers the old glory days when Don Staley was here. She remembers that. Of course, she is a Virginia native and she wanted to get back here. As she said it's an honor for her to be here and to represent the University of Virginia and get them back to the glory days. And that's something that is uh, is beautiful to hear. It's music to our ears, and we'll uh, make sure we check on Coach Mox as well. But she's just an incredible coach, incredible motivator, and you can see her work and how much the players have taken to her. You know, there are a lot of trans or a few transfers that came in. There are some high school players here. But the core of the team has already been there. Mir McLean, Cameron Taylor, and Taylor Valaday, uh, and a few other ladies that have been here. So 
you know, their top scorers, you know, outside of Sam Brunel have been here and they have taken to the system and it shows one year turnarounds are not a myth. They're not a fairy tale. They can happen. And Coach Mox can attest to that, you know, uh, with these Lady Wahoos. And the last thing I'm going to cover, of course, is the football team, um, which is what I am to my core. I'm a football guy, play football, coach football. So I'm going to talk about uh, the University of Virginia's football program. Of course, in the winter of last year, Coach uh, Elliott is hired and I want to say December, January, uh, he's hired and there is a lot of optimism based off of his pedigree and where he's from. Of course, he's from Clemson and being from Clemson, you would think that, you know, you know, there's going to be, you know, some carryover from the success that he had there. He was a play caller there for years, lifelong Clemson person, uh, coach, player all around. But he wanted, his, he wanted uh, to run his, his own show, and he chose Virginia because Virginia was uh, was looking for a new coach after Bronco Mendenhall absolutely wanted to retire, wanted to get out. They asked him to make some decisions. Is is the story how it goes on the street anyway? They asked him to make some decisions, and he didn't want to make them, so he just resigned. You know, and, and you can do that when you have, um, you know, when you have the resources too. So Coach Bronco Mendenhall resigns. And Coach Elliott is hired. The optimism is high. Uh, then comes the spring game. Of course, they recruit modestly. I'll say that kind of nicely. It was a modest recruiting um, recruiting class coming in. And you watch the spring game. You kind of see what's going on. It was a little bit of a more of a three, you know, what do they call it? Three yards in a cloud of dust, kind of a uh, a look that they were doing. They wanted to emphasize running the ball. You really didn't see too many explosive plays. The one explosive play I do remember was when when uh, Perry, uh, Paris, now I'm losing my mind, uh, running back uh, came in and, and ran a, 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 a long touchdown. I'm going to get the name here because I'm really losing my mind. I'm trying to figure out his name. I just had it in my mind. But he, you know, the one explosive play was a long touchdown run uh, from him. And he has decided to return uh, for, you know, for this year, which was a, uh, you know, which is a great thing for, you know, for this staff. Uh, he wound up being the, uh, the starting running back for the year, but they started to split the time up. Uh, you know, with him and other uh, running backs, i.e. Mike Ellis, uh, Ronnie Harmon, when he started coming off, and Xavier Brown, a uh, true freshman who came in and started getting time. And I think that was good. I think that was a good thing for for, for the entire team. They started using, uh, you know, running back by committee, which I think is uh, if you don't have the one, you know, horse who can carry the mail, it's always a good thing to have multiple guys out there. Um, Paris Jones, there we go, I'm sorry. Paris Jones, uh, who's, who's, who's the running back I was just speaking of. You know, and, and he's, um, you know, uh, coming back and, you know, we'll see how that goes. But, um, but yeah, the spring game was a little bit of a, uh, 
it was it was almost like it was just it was dead you know i don't want to i hate to use that word but it was not that many people there it was really like a practice it wasn't a ton of people there it wasn't you know like it was someone or, or like a lot of fans were you know were wanted to be there or there were there just wasn't a lot of fans fans of course were there wanted to be there but it wasn't like the fan base was excited as i thought that they were so it was not that many people in the stands which would only spill over into the season and then the season comes along and there are definitely small highs but there are a lot of deep lows um first on the field the team um and brandon armstrong in particular just having the toughest time trying to find his way in this new offense that coach elliott has installed the big one surprise big overwhelming surprise was coach Rudzik comes in and it's kind of like the savior of the season based off of how he runs his defense you know it, it's a revelation you know we haven't seen university of virginia's defense play this good and i say almost 10 years you know and uh defense played well just couldn't get any help from the offense how good could his defense have been if the offense could keep them off of the field but the offense would have had a lot of three announcers, just a tough uh, grasp for Brennan Armstrong and the offensive team. The offensive line struggled. So, you know, there are some things that they're going to have to adjust to get to the level they need to get to. So needless to say, it was a tough year. They only won three games uh, all year. And then you have the tragedy uh, of the loss uh, of the three players, you know, um, for the year. And, you know, I think that really took it to another low for the program. Um, you know, and, 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 if it, and if it's something that we can really, you know, put into, you know, it's really hard to put it all into words based off of what happened and how it affected everybody. But, you know, the the team did what they had to do as far as healing staying together and pretty much um giving tribute to their fallen players um through the tragedy and i think that you know where they are right now i am still surprised because i did not expect for the players um that committed to stay committed they only lost one commit out of all of the um you know out of all the, the things that happened uh with the tragedy um one thing about it is you know a lot of the defenders are coming back for 2023 i'm looking forward to seeing what happens in the spring football game they got their quarterback and tony musket they uh i'm looking forward to seeing if they can reel back in nick jackson who's in the transfer portal of course you know the transfer portal giveth and the transfer portal taketh uh, of course they lose Fintrell cypress their best uh defensive back one of the best defensive backs in the acc uh through to the transfer portal also they lose their all ac court acc quarterback brandon armstrong and that's probably for the best for the football team and for the uh, coaching staff and the team and you know they're just trying to start anew but i will give them credit 
for keeping a lot of their players that I thought that they probably would lose. And also uh, holding tight to a lot of their, uh, you know, their or, or getting players to come out of the transfer portal wide receiver from Northwestern. You had, uh, like I said, Tony Muskie com coming in, a quarterback, which is what they needed, which was um, priority number one. And, if, and, and a couple other players who came in from like the running back from Clemson, uh, four-star running back and or three-star running back, excuse me, but a very productive ACC uh, running back. So we got a lot of things to look forward to, guys. You know, I think the basketball, football programs, Coach Mox's program are uh, going to continue to do well. But let's see what 2023 has to hold, has in, has in store for us. And, I mean, we're looking at a few hours left here, but I just wanted to give you guys a, a year-end review with a couple of hours left. So I got to say thank you for making Locked On Virginia your first listen today. Make sure you check out Locked On Sports Today, the biggest stories around the sports world in 20 minutes or less, plus instant reaction, game recaps on Locked On's take of the day. Locked on Sports Today, available on YouTube or wherever you find your podcast. Thank you, guys. I will see you next year and looking forward to continue on. I appreciate Locked On, you know, and the team. My guy, Zach, uh, you know, uh, help guide me here, help, helping me uh, clean up some of my uh, some of the technical issues and also kind of getting me on board. But, uh, yeah, um, looking forward to it. And thank you for making Locked On Virginia your first listen today. See you guys, and uh, I'll be back tomorrow.